W R F Wonderful Radio Flanagan Welcome to the show. Please rate this magnificent podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And now, here's the man himself, Mr. Paul Flanagan. Oh, well, thanks for that, Dave. <laughs> so, this is the um, I Don't Live Here Anymore podcast, or I've Left, or um, I'm Leaving because I haven't quite decided when to publish this podcast. But uh, the gist of it is, is that uh, after 22 years of uh, living in sunny Grays in Essex, it's time to move on for various reasons, which I may, I may or may not get into later on. So what's it all about, Alfie? It's the kind of things that you, you want to talk about, the, the things that you're going to miss and the things that you're not going to miss. Uh, think of the things that I'm going to miss. What am I going to miss? Actually, um, <laughs> I think probably the, the main thing I'm going to miss is the, uh, is the two little kids downstairs in the flat below, <laughs> um, playing out with them uh, on the patio, particularly uh, during... Uh, 2020 during uh, lockdown uh, when I was on furlough for a month um, and uh, one of them wasn't even born yet <laughs> and so we play with the little boy out there on the patio uh, all kinds of explorer adventures it's, it's amazing I mean you know he managed to keep up with my imagination <laughs> I think that's probably the, the, the most singular thing that I'm probably going to miss um what else? Well, you see, I'm down by the river now, and it's exactly this. It's exactly this uh, this river walk down here, of which I published uh, many, many um, uh, photographs and videos uh, whilst I've been doing it. Um, and I must have walked, I don't know how many miles. I could probably go back through uh, on my um, runkeeper records and just find out what distance I've actually covered, either walking or running. Uh, up and down the river here and it's probably quite a bit I would imagine and uh, in different uh, seasons of the year um, this is now summertime so this is uh, where are we now uh, late August 2022 and uh, of course now it's getting a bit windy just when you think I'll just walk down for a nice walk by the river where you know the, the sun's shining the sun is shining it's lovely and warm but then I thought well you know, maybe I can just get a little, get a little few words in without any, oops, without any wind interference, but that's not likely to happen. So yeah, so 22 years, bloody hell, what's not changed? Uh, the curtains in the front room, <laughs> the curtains in the bedroom, <laughs> um, most of the carpet's not changed. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean quite a lot of things. Quite a lot of things have changed about this town, um, and I think that's that's part of the reasons. Uh, air pollution is is a, is a big issue here because um, what's happened is that uh, I didn't re- I didn't realise how bad the air quality was when we first moved here, and I ended up developing uh, asthma and sinus problems, and my hay fever got worse. <laughs> And now they're going to build another 
uh, tunnel underneath the River Thames connecting Kent to Essex just on the other side of Grays here uh, so that's going to be uh, even more pollution and it's just not something <coughs> I can keep up with because uh, you know I'm using inhalers and uh, it's not you know it's just not healthy really obviously I do go out doing all the running and stuff like that but it, it's not it's not smog you know it's not like fog it's not like massive you know green horrible clouds it's just the air is just not just not that good so yeah so it's going to be uh moving back up north moving back up to the uh to the town where i came from up in billingham in the northeast of england um and for those of you that have moved house either moving rentals like we are or moving into a uh, you know purchase property um you know the the agonies and the pitfalls of just trying to do that uh, apart from the fact that uh, it's four and a half hours drive from here so it's been quite um quite a challenging shall we say um getting up to the northeast to actually uh, look at properties view properties and uh, and then and then just basically view properties that are actually decent and not um you know these uh some of the things that have been you know <laughs> one or two not fit for habitation kind of thing um but yeah it's uh, that's been quite uh, challenging and uh and costly as well because you know at the moment as we know the price of gas was has been skyrocketing and uh, yeah so it's it's been quite a um quite a di di digging into the uh to the savings type of activity but you know that's uh, that's what i guess in a way that's what savings are for so my job remains the same so i'll still be uh, working from home so that's okay um and we've gained a, an extra room in this house so that's pretty good as well so basically that becomes a, a little office so that'd be nice um and uh and you know most importantly the air quality is a lot better <laughs> but i think also there's a bit about you know quality of life and um you know about living in living in flats with you know people living above you and below you uh that can get quite harrowing at times when um well when they just don't give a shit <laughs> and uh you know it's getting more and more like that and the area is getting um you know more run down um crime rates going up and you know i can think of healthier places to live to be honest with you and that, that that's part of it as well i think and also uh, there's, a, there's there's a plan at some point um is to actually purchase a property so that would be nice but uh, you know purchasing a property down here is uh in london the southeast is outrageously expensive so we um the plan is or par a partial plan is to try to uh buy something up there after a while but as we know at the moment the world economy is um all messed up so um it would be foolish to go into the property buying 
situation at the moment, unless you were some kind of multi-millionaire who could afford to lose money. <laughs> and we're not that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's what it's about. So what else will I miss about Grays? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you what I will do miss about Grays. It's when I'm going uh, out and about and uh, either walking or generally uh, going for a, going for a jog is um, there's a group of um, Tibetan and also separately Chinese, I do know this, um, people that walk around the town early in the morning and, uh, and early in the evening. And uh, I quite often say... Mongolian as well, actually, there's a Mongolian shop. And I quite often say, you know, hello to them. Um, and it's just it's just one of those, you know, one of those nice things that you do. Um, <laughs> just just one of, one of the things that makes life, uh, you know, people-friendly. Just saying hello to people. Uh, I think on some of my other... Uh, trips I've uh, you know trips I say trips on my little joggings around town um, I've actually made a purpose on some of them to actually say hello to everybody that I pass by so <laughs> much to their annoyance but um but yeah it's uh I suppose I'll miss doing that I guess I'll miss uh people in shops you know people that you go in and you say hello to and unlike cheers where Everybody knows your name. Nobody knows your name, but they know like who you are and and what you're about. They know your personality. You have that sort of uh, interaction, you know, your own personal customer retailer interaction with that person for that little short period of time. And those little little bubbles, those little moments, will soon be gone. Like bubbles, drifting off up into the air and bobbing in the atmosphere. Or having some small child smack them together with their hands. <laughs> yeah, I'll miss that. Uh, and there's lots of like nice places and things around here <clears throat> that we've been to. Um... Hello, what's that? It's funny, you hear things when the wind blows. It's usually things being blown around in the wind, but anyway. Um, so I'm sitting down by the, by the river at the moment. I'm actually sitting in a place where there's there's usually uh, a couple of guys uh, drinking some beers with a trolley. <laughs> oh, I was going to go and say hello, but they're not here today. I see the trolley is embedded in the, uh, in, in the gritty sandy beach, about 20 foot over the wall here that I'm looking at now. So hopefully they made it at home, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be um, most some of the things, some of the big stuff um, that I'll miss. What's that clicking noise? I can hear a clicking noise, which is oh, I see. No, it's it's the wind on a carrier bag with some cans in. <laughs> Bless, and the uh, and the carrier bag is wrapped around a, a metal tent pole thing. So um, yeah, it's making a. Unlikely, unnatural noise. Yeah, and I miss the um, the quietness of coming down by the river like this. And uh, you know, I'll miss the river. Actually, <laughs> don't tell anybody that I'll miss the River Thames, but um, I'll miss the River Thames. 
this little section of it, which isn't the prettiest. It's not like it's done by Putney or Hammersmith Bridge or anything like that. You know, the the, uh, the Oxford and Cambridge boat race doesn't come down here. The tall ships do come down here from Greenwich when they're going out to different parts of the world. And all the big uh, container ships come down here. They're quite interesting. Seen some storms here, seen some massive high waters. Still waiting for the tsunami. Not likely to happen, I don't think. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of <clears throat> what other things. Oh, I miss going to Costco. Yeah, there is there is a retail side of things. I mean, we are in a in, in a good area here um, for going to retailing. Nice little cheap charity pound shops. Um, we're close to Lakeside Shopping Centre. We're over the river from Blue Water, although I haven't really been to Blue Water, a shopping centre in Essex in quite some time. Uh, where else have we got? And of course, it's it's good for um, going into London. And, uh, it's good for the airports. So it's good for you know nipping up to Stansted, Southend, and then you're not so much of a car ride from uh, you know Heathrow and Gatwick as well. When we were, of course, flying before the pandemic, um, but still, you know, even moving up north. You've got regional airports at Teesside and Newcastle and uh, Manchester and Birmingham a little bit further south. That'll be south from the northeast of England. Just for all you people who think that Manchester's the northwest, it, it's, the, it's the southeast to me. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so I, I think traffologically-wise, or, or uh, traffologically, or travelology-wise, um, I, I guess this is in a... In a better place here, but um, yeah, it's become grossly overcrowded and you know becoming a less of a pleasant place. To, the unpleasantnesses of the area are outweighing the pleasantness of the area. Let's put it that way. I mean, I, I, I can safely say I am one of those people who can safely say I've seen this place change over 22 years from good to bad. And I suppose you could say that about uh, many of your places. And it's not about change. It isn't just about, oh, I don't agree with this change or that change. It's just the general decline in society. And uh, it's just noticeable um, quite a lot here. So, um, as it is probably, again, with you could say you could say the same from you know, where you live and, and how, how things are where, uh, in your part of the world. you know, favourable, then, um, yeah, I guess it's, uh, I guess that's there, uh, that's time to move on, he said, moving on, it might get a bit windy now, because, uh, there I was, sitting around the corner all by myself, and then some bloke with a bike comes along, and he's not riding the bike, he's just pushing the bike, so, some bloke on a pushback comes along, and then just, Here's a non-windy place. 
you know, there's loads of like, like little brick walls or something, but I might just try and see what sitting on the grass bank does. Probably get ants in my pants. I'll walk up this bit here. Ooh. He said, watching his ankles carefully as he walks up the grass bank. Well, this is nice. Well, there's benches down this other side. Did you know there was benches down the other side? Oh, this is what um, <laughs> this is what you would refer to as the poor man's gym. You know, I don't know. Um, there's, uh, it's like the council have put in, um, uh, you know, heavy industrial gym equipment that people can use. And I have to say, in all my time of walking around here, I've never seen anybody use it. I mean, it hasn't been vandalised or anything. Don't get me wrong. It's actually in pretty good condition. It's in, it's in excellent condition. Maybe somebody comes along and cleans them. But, um, uh, here we go. Yeah, I've, have I tried any of this stuff? Yeah, I think I did a couple of years back. I tried a bit of the Pumats gym. <clears throat> but where was I? Oh, yes, yes, just generally, um, oh, do you know, there was somebody, there was somebody listening, somebody behind me. There was somebody in the bushes. This, this woman that was there has just walked out from the bushes on the other side of where I was sitting. So I did hear somebody. Maybe she's recorded some of me. That's excellent. I just so well I never said anything about her because she looked really weird. In fact, I'll be honest with you, she looked like a bloke, but <laughs> that's another story. I should get up and make my way back actually because um, my bro, my bro's coming over and uh, we're gonna have lunch and stuff. So yeah, so 22 years, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, I've spent the last had two weeks holiday. I just spent the last two weeks basically trashing the garage and uh, and trashing um, <laughs> trashing the uh, the main uh, office where I've got stuff. Uh, I've actually made about sixty quid out of um, taking uh, old technology back down to a place called Cash Converters, where they'll um, they'll pay you for uh, for your old kit. You know, a tiny amounts, a fraction of what you actually paid for it. You know, I mean, I had a, an old digital camcorder, which was um, uh, you know uh, you recorded it onto digital tape. It was that kind of format. Very very old. Oh, very windy here. Damn it. Oh, look, look, if I walk down by there again, there's that woman walking across the top. She'll be on the other side of the bushes again. Damn. I'll let her, I'll let her go ahead. Yeah, I'll let her walk ahead. Ah, she might have been smoking a joint because she's smoking a joint now. Okay, right, okay. We'll just let her get ahead of it like that. Hope you can visualise all this in your head. There's like a, a row of trees here and there's a grass bank and then there's a path along the top of the grass bank. So she's just walking along there. Smoking a joint or cheroot or whatever, uh, whatever strange man like woman looking people smoke nowadays. Oh, and there's somebody else sitting down there. You know, just when you in the place where you want to go, where there's no wind, there's somebody else there. So I'll just stand around here for a bit, <laughs> looking conspicuous. So, uh, if I was a professional podcaster, I'd go and edit out all these sores and butts and wells and things like that, but I can't be bothered. It's just going to come out raw like this. This is this is WRF raw. <laughs> uh, dearie, dearie me. Um, so it's the whole uh, it's the whole moving thing. So um, I've got quotes from three uh, removal companies, um, and we just have to decide. And and they are more or less the same same value of quotes. It's just what quality of service. 
Um, we were recommended one, and they seemed a bit... They seemed all right, but it seemed a bit... laissez-faire, lackadaisical, I don't know, just as, just in them turning up and telling us, you know, what they what they do and everything. Um, and they did it over three days, which is where they come along and pack everything up, take it away, drive up to the northeast, and then deliver it on the third day. Uh, there was another company that came along that, that did it in two days um, for just a little bit less, not a, not a great deal less. And to be honest, I can't figure out how they do it in two days because it's going to take, you know, most of a day, if not all of a day, to pack it all up and get it into vans. So I'm, I don't know how I don't know how that's going to work. Um, so I'm not keen on them. And then the last firm was another firm that would do it over three days as well. So. I think we probably go with the last firm because they seem to be a bit more uh, organised. Oh, do you know what? So on that little bit of a grassy mound where I'd walked up, where the trees were, where I said I would get ants in my pants, there's some bloke come along now, coming out to sunbathe. So he's just putting his towel down, um, which I think is very, very brave. To, to lie down and lose consciousness in this area is usually an effect of getting being hit by a huge, large, heavy object on the back of the head and your wallet taken at the same time. But to do it just by lying down in the sun, I think is I think is very brave. But that's what he wants to do. So, yeah. Um, so we'll get a packing company come in. I think some of our own stuff, we'll probably just um, make sure that we, we've, we've packed it up ourselves, some of, some of the secure stuff. And there's going to be a, like a bit of a crossover between us leaving this place because we have to give months notice and uh, moving into the new place. So I suppose it'll be a couple of weekends where we can nip up. I say a couple of weekends we can nip up at a huge amount, a huge cost <laughs> and to, uh, you know, take some things up and we can just put them in the house and, uh, and then wait for the big move. So, yeah, it's all, it's all go. So, yeah, uh, and uh, of course... 22 years living in the same place that's the longest that I've lived anywhere because in the first house that we lived in in Billingham when I was a child I lived there from uh, when I was born to about uh, when did we go there 72 so that would have been till I, till I was about nine nine years old then in the next house I lived there from about nine years old well I guess until I started to uh, move out, which would have been in what, about 21, 22, something like that. So that was uh, about 10, 12 years, something like that. And then a couple of things in between. And uh, and then this place, and this was dirt cheap when I moved in. Moved in on uh, July the 8th, uh, 2001. And the rent was... £325. <laughs> that's the deposit that's got to come back. You know, people say, oh yeah, well, you know, if you give the right notice, you'll get your, you'll get your big deposit back. <laughs> your big deposit? £325. It'd hardly pay for the cleaning of the place. <laughs> Although, having said that, the when I moved in to it, it was an absolute shithole. Uh, there was... It was horrible. I mean, it, it was just all dirty walls, torn carpets, piss-ridden carpets, um, destroyed furniture just left in there. Um, yeah, it was in the right old state. Um, and so uh, I had to clean it, decorate it. Um, 
Yeah, what time is that? 12.36, oh yeah. Yeah, I had to clean it, decorate it, furnish it. Uh, yeah. So the sofa's coming with us. The, uh, the one big sofa that we've had for about 20 odd years. Because um, the thing with what happens with sofas is that people tend to throw them out once they get all deflated and stuff like that. But um, it cost about £200 several years back. But I just had the cushions restuffed. And then, then you know, it'd be cleaned and everything. And it's you know, a perfectly decent sofa. It's got a slight uh, rip on the... Um, the seating area underneath on one side but other than that it's perfectly good and it's like seven foot uh, what's it seven foot ten long so you can just about lie out that, that includes the the arms which are nice wide arms so it's a sofa that you can just about lie flat on um and I'm kind of i'm sort of like reluctant to give that up because if it'll fit into the new place then that's fine you know let's take it the the downside of it is that uh and this happened while I was away at work. Um, the sofa got delivered, but we uh, it couldn't be uh, brought up the stairs um, because the flat's on the, on, the, on the middle bit. So it had to be brought up the stairs and turned at an angle. But unfortunately, they couldn't do that. And so I had to get somebody to come along and uh, cut the sofa in half. <laughs> I wish I'd been there because I, I would have filmed this, but I never saw how it was done. So they had to cut the sofa in half, put it in the garage, um, uh, and uh, sorry, they put it in the garage where a bloke cut the sofa in half, and then uh, they had to come back and then uh, pick it up and take it up um, into the flat in two halves, and then the guy uh, put it back together again. And when I came back, because I was working away, when I came back, then there was uh, it, it was like an unveiling. There was polythene over it and a big red sash, and we couldn't sit on it for a week. Uh, and then once a week was over and took it all off absolutely perfect i mean i can't even i've taken the cushions off and i've had a look and i can't i can't even see where the work was done i don't know how they did it so um unfortunately he can't come with us to the northeast he's still working this guy uh, 22 years later so um <laughs> uh, i'm gonna get him to come and cut it in half when we leave and then i'll have to get somebody else to put it back together again up there <laughs> that's funny isn't it the things that you got to do uh, I've got this um, this walk that I'm doing at the moment is is on the Runkeeper app. So there'll be the, the little map that shows you where you walk. So I've been basically walking in circles around this uh, paved area here because uh, it's sunshine everywhere around here at the moment and it's quite warm. So there's lots of people out. So it's it's quite difficult to um, and, and I'm just about to pass a pub in a moment. So I thought I'd get the, the bulk of this conversation out whilst whilst there's no one around and I'm not in the wind. So, uh, yeah, the, that's the traumas of moving out. Um, we've got some moving boxes, Matt, start putting some things in there. But to be honest, I, I'm, I'm going to welcome going back to work. So tomorrow's bank holiday Monday, and back to work on Tuesday for a short week. Though I've got a ton of work to do. That's a prop plane going over there. It's not the Luftwaffe, so I think we're all right. Uh, yeah, so... Um, going to be a, a very busy time uh, very shortly so yeah that's it really leaving leaving uh, leaving Grays after 22 years I get some more river walks in and some river jogs um, later on before we go uh, but these next these next several weekends 
particularly after we get the green light, is going to be uh, lots of um, packing and uh, thinking, all right, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? <laughs> yes, all right, okay then. Well, anyway, so uh, that's, that's basically uh, what this was all about. Just less than half an hour of me waffling on about uh, uh, leaving Grays in Essex and moving up to the northeast. Um, and of course, you know, moving back to the town where I'm from is uh, it's quite good because you don't really have to. Not, not, not a great deal has changed in terms of where things are. Um, demographics, I don't think has changed that much. Um, and uh, yeah, moving right next to the church, which was not, uh, <laughs> which was not a uh, um, a thing I was aiming for, but uh, just happened to be moving into a house near the church where. Um, you know, lots of people have been wed and buried in the family and um, where well, I used to be a little Catholic altar server as well <laughs> so I'm sure that's my uh, that's my mummy looking down from heaven going I'm going to put you in this house Paul so that you can now go back to church <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> there's a pl- I'm sure there's a plan in there I'm sure I'm sure that's what it is but um, yeah so it'll be all go very soon and uh, yeah so that's it so anyway um, this was a podcast this is Paul Flanagan wonderful Radio Flanagan signing off <laughs> you have just been listening to W R F wonderful Radio Flanagan On behalf of Mr. Paul Flanagan I would like to say it's been jolly nice to have you here. Please do drop by again soon. In the meantime if you would like to say hello, please email wrf at mail.com. Thank you and goodbye.